Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Thursday, September 16th. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include U.S. natural gas prices surge, Ray Dalio sees governments killing crypto, and Schwab hikes fees on Vanguard and Fidelity funds. Those stories and more, but first, let's get caught up on markets. U.S. stock futures are edging lower by about two-tenths of a percent. In Europe, the stock's Europe 600 rose six-tenths of a percent as Irish low-cost carrier Ryanair Holdings lifted its growth target. Energy companies also advanced. The MSCI Asia-Pacific Index fell seven-tenths of a percent, while the MSCI Emerging Markets Index fell six-tenths of a percent. Shares in India gained nearly one percent. The Bloomberg dollar spot index is higher by two-tenths of a percent. The euro fell to 117, while the Japanese yen was little changed. The yield on the benchmark 10-year Treasury note rose less than a basis point to 1.3%. Crude slipped a tenth of a percent to 72.52 a barrel. Gold is lower by nearly 1% at $1,778 an ounce. And Bitcoin is higher by almost 2% at nearly $48,000. Now our top stories. Natural gas prices hit their highest level since 2014 and are up more than 100% year-to-date. The United States natural gas ETF, symbol UNG, is up nearly 90% during the same time period. In Asia and Europe, natural gas prices have climbed four to five times compared to a year-ago level to $18 per million BTU. An unusually severe winter in Europe, as well as global rebound from the COVID-19 pandemic, have pushed up demand and depleted natural gas inventories. Meanwhile, Hurricane Ida knocked out gas production, with nearly 80% of oil and gas production still offline in the Gulf of Mexico. Natural gas inventories are currently 17% lower compared to a year ago, and more than 7% below the five-year average. Ray Dalio, the billionaire investor and founder of Bridgewater Associates, said that the more successful that Bitcoin becomes, the more likely it is that governments and regulators supporting traditional monetary systems will neutralize it. Speaking on CNBC, Dalio said that cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin remain a small holding in his portfolio. Schwab is raising the fees investors pay for buying Fidelity and Vanguard funds. Starting on November 1st, the cost for retail investors to buy Vanguard, Fidelity, and Dodge and Cox funds at the broker will rise 50% to $75 from $50. At TD Ameritrade, which Schwab acquired in October 2020, prices for the same fund families will also rise 50% on October 1st. In other news, White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain on Wednesday said that the Democrats' $3.5 trillion spending plan would, quote, cost zero. Quote, we have found a way to pay for every part of the spending with taxes. Klain was speaking at the annual SALT conference in New York. Klain did not address state and local tax deductions and whether an increase in capital gains tax rates will be levied retroactively. The FDA said vaccines cleared in the U.S. currently provide sufficient protection against severe disease and death from COVID-19 without additional doses. Conversely, vaccine maker Moderna said a study of breakthrough COVID-19 cases among vaccinated individuals supports the need for a booster shot. Pfizer also said its own clinical data indicated those vaccinated who are 16 years of age or older should get a booster after six months. 
On Friday, an independent advisory committee to the Food and Drug Administration will discuss and vote on whether the agency should approve booster shots. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen and IRS Commissioner Charles Reddick pressed lawmakers Wednesday to give the Internal Revenue Service more information about taxpayers' bank accounts. The chairman of the Senate Finance Committee is proposing to tax ETF's use of, quote, in-kind transactions that currently avoids triggering capital gains taxes. The proposal would eliminate one of the ETF industry's key selling points, tax efficiency. The proposal has yet to make its way into any formal legislative plan. The U.S., United Kingdom, and Australia are creating a new security partnership in the Pacific to share intelligence and technology and to help Australia build nuclear-powered submarine capabilities. North Korea launched two short-range ballistic missiles off its east coast on Wednesday. That's according to officials in South Korea and Japan. Japan's exports climbed by double digits for the sixth consecutive month in August, driven by strong demand for steel, semiconductor-related products, and auto parts. Supply disruptions will make artificial Christmas trees more expensive this Christmas. Some U.S. retailers are raising prices by 20 to 25 percent and are warning that certain trees could sell out early because deliveries from overseas producers have been hit by congestion. Canada's inflation rate hit 4.1% in August. That's the highest since 2003. Uranium prices hit a nine-year high as Sprott resumes its purchases. Canadian Pacific Railway sealed the deal to take over Kansas City Southern after a months-long battle. A $27 billion agreement would create the first freight rail network linking Canada, the United States, and Mexico. DoorDash sued New York City over a law that would require food delivery companies to share more data with restaurants. AMC on Wednesday expanded the range of cryptocurrencies it soon plans to accept for movie ticket and concession purchases. The nation's largest movie theater chain announced it would accept Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and Bitcoin Cash for online ticket and concession purchases before the end of this year. PayPal Holdings and Square also accept Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies as payment. Walmart is working with Ford and Argo AI to start testing an autonomous vehicle delivery service in three U.S. cities. The companies on Wednesday said the service will start in Miami, Austin, Texas, and Washington, D.C. Argo AI is a self-driving technology company that is backed by Ford and Volkswagen. Goldman Sachs is acquiring specialty lender GreenSky for $2.2 billion. Green Sky arranges loans for big one-time purchases, such as construction projects or cosmetic surgery. It works with thousands of merchants, ranging from Home Depot to independent doctors and dentists, and pitches its loans as cheaper and more responsible alternatives to credit cards. The deal price is 55% higher than Green Sky's closing price Tuesday. Green Sky went public in 2018 at a valuation of roughly $4 billion. Geely Holdings, the owner of Volvo, is in advanced discussions with banks to list the automaker in the coming weeks. That's according to Reuters. It's expected to be one of Europe's biggest initial public offerings this year. Volvo is aiming for a valuation of about $20 billion in the planned Stockholm listing. Hong Kong-based Prenetics Group is going public on the NASDAQ via a special-purpose acquisition company. The deal would value the medical diagnostic startup at $1.25 billion. Prenetics is one of a dozen government contractors for COVID tests in Hong Kong and provides COVID-19 testing at London's Heathrow Airport and for soccer players and staff in the English Premier League. 
A fire has damaged an electricity cable that has raised the possibility of electricity blackouts in the United Kingdom if there are any more problems with the grid this winter. A major cable that supplied power from France has been shut down due to a fire and will be offline until March. Electricity prices in the U.K. surged nearly 20 percent on Wednesday. Definitive Healthcare shares gained 60 percent in its first day of trading. Apple has hired former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's previous communications chief. HBO is expected to lose 5 million subscribers when it leaves Amazon's Prime Video streaming platform. Amazon sent messages to subscribers earlier this month that said HBO subscriptions would be canceled on September 15th. That's according to The Hollywood Reporter. New York-based Drone Racing League has landed a sponsorship agreement with cryptocurrency platform Algorand. DRL is a first-person view racing league where drone pilots race devices through neon-lit courses and compete for prize money. The company started in 2015 and is now valued at $200 million, according to PitchBook. Demand for Balenciaga products have tanked following social media criticism of its $1,200 sagging sweatpants. That's according to data from LoveTheSales.com, a London-based online sale and clearance outlet. The sweatpants are described by some social media users as a prime example of cultural appropriation. Shares of Weber, the maker of grills and other cooking appliances, rose more than 7% in Wednesday trading as the company's CEO told CNBC that its new portable gas grill is off to a, quote, rock star start since its launch earlier this year. Weber said fiscal third quarter revenue rose nearly 20% year over year. Weber also projected full year sales to be up nearly 30%. Shares of Callaway Golf jumped to a four-week high on higher volume. The governing body of emojis released a new batch of the graphic images that convey human expressions and add other visual context to text communications. Global emoji users include emojis in messaging nearly 50% of the time, and 66% of them said they use them at work. That's according to an Adobe survey. And Elon Musk's SpaceX on Wednesday evening launched four civilians toward the deepest orbit Americans have traveled to in more than a decade. A Falcon 9 rocket with a Crew Dragon space capsule lifted off from a launch pad at Kennedy Space Center in Florida just after 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. The capsule is slated to return to Earth after about three days, splashing down off the coast of Florida. Now here's a market update. In Asia, stocks slumped while shares in India gained nearly 1%. In Europe at midday, stocks are higher by as much as 1%. Dow, S&P, and NASDAQ futures are lower by about quarter of a percent. Crude oil is lower by a tenth of a percent at 72.52. Gold is down nearly 1% at 17.78 an ounce. Bitcoin higher by nearly 2% at just about $48,000. The 10-year Treasury yield added one basis point to 1.31%. On the calendar, the Commerce Department will release retail sales figures for August at 8.30 a.m., At the same time, we'll also get the initial jobless claims report, and at 8.30 also, we get the Philadelphia Fed's business outlook. At 10 a.m. Eastern, we'll get business inventories, while at 10.30, we get the EIA natural gas inventory report. Thanks for downloading this episode of Wall Street Breakfast. If you have comments, criticism, or suggestions to make the program more relevant, please do so below. Your feedback is greatly appreciated. 
That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.